Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, I'm Lauren Burns, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, it's 365 Days of Sport. This is episode number 124 and it is your weekly dose of sports news you never thought you'd ever hear and news you probably didn't want to hear. Myself, Kieran Beefy Blake, the world's biggest sports fan, world record holder, Guinness World Records 2016, and casual Rob Bryce all the way from Auckland. We'll take you through some of the lesser-known aspects of the sporting week. Wow, gosh, it's just such a pleasure to be here, Beefy. What can I say? It just it brightens up my day and my life. Everything's just fantastic. Uh, you know, sometimes you feel like you're meandering along, don't you? You feel like you're not really getting up to much. Uh, like, it's almost like you're, like you're in communist East Berlin or something. Everything's grey, made of bricks, cement. You're, everyone has to wear the same clothes. You go nowhere. And then all of a sudden, you walk in the door here. Yeah. And it's 1969, and Joe Cocker's in his tie-dyed psychedelic T-shirt, <laughs> blazing out with a little help from her friends. Beautiful. That's what it's. That's a contrast. Is it a sign? With... Life outside the studio oh, yeah, to when true. you walk into this studio. But saying that, we've walked into a red studio though as well. Have you ever noticed that? Is that lift the it's vibe? Vibrant. It's absolutely vibrant. I mean, it's, it's like it's like you, Jennifer Connolly. Wandering through the labyrinth as, he, as, a, as a young lass, and you're lost. You're looking for Toby and his little striped one-piece unitard. There, he's been kidnapped by David Bowie, the Goblin King, and are you, are you just trying to find David Bowie in those those uh, package-hugging tights of his, with the, the knee-high boots? And you walk into the Goblin King castle, which is just like this, and they're singing dance magic dance, having a fantastic. <laughs> choreographed dance routine really and the whole vibe changes beefy it, well it sure does so we're just going to brighten up everyone's day i think yeah is, is the plan here a lot of those references were actually lost on me then that's all right many, many people will understand pop culture yeah you know labyrinth have you seen labyrinth i don't i, I probably have it's, it's probably the Did greatest it have puppets in it yeah the jim henson yeah jim henson good classic. on jim. One, of, one of the greatest films of all kids films of all time uh, okay not the greatest films of all time. Oh, no, it's in there for it's me. Up there. It's, it's up there. It's the top there. ten. Absolutely brilliant. So how have you been the beef, man? What did you achieve on oh. the weekend? Anything worth of note? Anything you want Probably to... Probably not. I don't nah. know. How's this for being mid-40s? Yeah. Sunday afternoon gigging. Went to see Mental as Anything. Oh, I remember that old band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey there, you by the dance floor. What do you cry for? Let's give it yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, that one. Did you sing it out loud? Oh, the crowd. Everyone's on full The crowd voice. with their walking frames Brilliant. and walking sticks and yep. uh, aged care helpers were mm. loving it. Good, I good. I think I was possibly the youngest in the room. Really? So 49? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that's when you reach peak mid-40s, late 40s, what, when also... you're gigging on a Sunday afternoon. Sure. Oh, that's at least I was out. Comment. I was out, Rob. I but, was out. Well, certainly at that age group, though, there's a genuine feeling of no one gives a monkeys anymore. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah. In fact, there were quite a few that have were getting on it as well yeah, on good. a Sunday afternoon. They had they couldn't quite take the shardies. Mm. Two or three glasses in. Yeah. It was a bit wobbly. I think by the time actions. you're hitting that, it's like you're a toddler again in terms of no shame levels. You know, when when toddlers they, they don't have any concept of society. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And then you go through into your, you, <laughs> you just, sort of, you, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then and then all of a sudden, teenagers like peak anxiety, where you're just trying to be cool, but you're an awkward loser. But you're trying so hard that you you fail. Yeah. And you go there, and then twenties, you're still kind of that way. And then it starts the thirties, you just hate everyone that's younger than you. And then forties, you really just stop caring even more. By the time you're fifty, I think you just 
not going to care about anything Also, anymore. I think you're, you're still... You're seeing everything. But you're out and about, you're seeing a band, you're, you're trying to uh, relive, your lo- uh, relive your youth. Yep. In the old days, I used to be able to drink 10 or 12 pints without, yeah. without any issue at all. Right. Well, No issue. No, no issue, issue of 10, oh, 10 or 12. No, capacity yeah. plus was the beef. No issue whatsoever. No, nah, no issue. That was a warm-up. <laughs> Probably drive home, Rob. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, we do not If anyone's listening, it's fine. Do not. Do don't, not. Don't, it's no problem. Just, In those don't, days, don't you don't could get, do it. Don't get caught. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. Um, but... These people that used to drink five or six wines yep. and then feel it then yep. are now two pot screamers. Uh, and they don't realise. Yeah. They hit the wall, the marathon run, you know, the 30K mark of the marathon. Bang! Yeah, and, I hear, uh, yeah, I, hear. Yeah. I think my sister's gotten a bit like that, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, she's a couple of years older than you. So she's, what, 23? Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey gags. Yeah. Back, back, fantastic. Oh, well, that sounds like that sounds a whole it was, it was, yeah, that, yeah. There weren't too many other highlights. Man, I, I have... Way too much wine on Friday nights. Oh. Just, just at home. Well, it wasn't. Oh, just really, at home. I didn't really deserve it. I felt like I did something Friday night, but maybe I didn't. But then, um, my partner's niece. We were sort of looking after on a Saturday. Oh, I was going to say. Afternoon. So you got you got absolutely no, caned no, no, on no, a Friday no, night because no. you got the kids coming around <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob's really funny. Isn't <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> He's still, still blind. <laughs> <laughs> Why are his teeth black? Um, and uh, so we had, uh, we took it to the. Um, museum the next day had a great the museum time. yeah the museum how old are the kids or um, kid singular uh young uh oh i've just forgot the name just left me all of a sudden uh, she's four and a half you took a four and a half year old to a museum yeah, but it's got it's got a mean playground oh is it yeah 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 oh. stella's her name stella she's a great little little character she is and um, we took her around i took her to see farlap the horse she wasn't wasn't all that impressed by, by that. farlap she would have if she could sit on him yeah her, so that's him? she kept asking if she could ride him but he's yeah he wasn't gonna move much but it is the actual farlap the skeleton no 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 it's the oh, it's it's, stuffed. It's, it's stuffed is it yeah i mean i asked you about this earlier about because uh, he that's the 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 museum yeah because he usually lives in the National Sports Museum, I think. Well, well I could I be wrong about, about that. that. I've never seen him before, first time. Um, so that was great. He's but the national definitely big red. Because the, right the other name. the other thing is the National Sports Museum, as you may well know, at the is MCG, MCG yeah. is closing Altogether. for no, 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 no. Did we discuss this one some other time? I don't think so. Okay, uh, this is Melbourne news, people. Uh, it is closing for six months because somebody, uh, the government, have given them another forty million to revamp, refurbish, come up with interactive displays, get the kids involved. With yeah. Sport, Rob. Sport. Well, that, well, that's pretty good. That's awesome. But it is closed for six or seven months. Okay. I think they reopen in February. So it's obviously they've done the studies. The psychologists yeah. have been out there. They've been studying the kids. And there's just more and more fat computer game types. It's, yes. There's getting more yeah, yeah. and more sedentary. Well, I think lethargic. the fact that... You, too much sugar. Too much sugar. If you, if you're going to get kids off the uh, off the PlayStation, yep. you've got to be more interactive. You've yep. got to be more IT focused. You got to be. You got to get something to draw them in. Vigorous environment. You can't just see Clive Lloyd's bat from the '78 series you can't. anymore. No, I, personally, well, that, I, that's, I that love that a bit of that. Me. Yeah. It does it for me. You'd like seeing stuffed horses. Certainly Magic. do. Yeah. You know, I like to see that. But kids, man, kids don't want to see that. The evolution of the earth, I can I can go through that for ages. Could you? Absolutely love it. And the obvious Was that what was, is that the... It um, kicks off with that, generally. What is it? Yeah. yeah, if you go through it chapter by chapter. The part that was a bit boring was the um the mind and body kind of stuff. going oh, on, really? Psychological Is stuff. there a special theme on at the moment of the museum? Um, I Apart don't... Oh, no, nah, we just went in the regular, regular oh, sort okay. of joke. Yeah. And then I'd go off and go to Saracas and get some veggies and that and cook cook some dinner. 
Syracuse. Well, you go going all organic on Rob. It's, it's not. It's, all, it's just a Greek. Are you going market. vegan? It's a Greek market. It's a but vegan I'm like, market. Am I like going vegan? I went and bought a roast chicken. Hey, I've got some vegan news for you. I want to hear it. But it's quite surprising. You know where I, I found some too, actually. Some oh, really? I'll get it later. Anyway, where I get all my vegan news information from, yeah, Rob? Vegan News Society. Uh, vegan News dot co. Closed. The closed. It's they all gave over. Up. They've given up on trying to pollute the world with vegan manifesto. Right. This uh, Politburo of veganism. Well, maybe they've gone into veganewssociety.com, which is what I've oh, okay. And I remember what the article is about. All right. Well, So you know how they have replacement burgers and replacement uh, sausage yeah. rolls and all that corn stuff. Corn and all that rubbish. Or, or any other replacement, is corn replacement vegan? steak. Or is it just vegetarian? Corn, you know, corn. K K K W. Uh, it's corn. Replacement meat. If you've got a burger, they, oh, it's a corn burger. C O R N. Now Q U O R N. But they're saying now like tofu. So vigorous is their vegan intent. Yeah. They don't even want to call it burger anymore. They want to call it something else. Well, this is the other thing. Is there's been a revolt around the phrase almond milk. And wheat milk and all that because uh, it's because of milk because it's not milk. Oh, that's it's nut juice. Nut it's not juice. almond milk. Milk. Mook. I don't know about you, but to me, nut juice doesn't sound that advertising. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's not almond Try milk. But I've one. noticed in the supermarkets now all those replacement milks or whatever it is, mm. almond juice. Yep. Or whatever. It's just fruit of almond or whatever it is. Liquid. Liquid ex- almond. Ex- almond extract could be almond extract. Good. They uh, they've left milk off. I think the dairy industry <laughs> actually protested today. Yeah, I'm because pr- it's not milk, well, is well, it? That makes it less their psychologically less their competition if they change exactly, it away from milk. That's exactly it's right. It's not milk replacement. Um, or, 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 or can be alternative. But yeah, yeah okay. Mm. Well, well, I've never looked at the exact definition. But nut juice is probably. Uh, well, then are apt. they going to try and claim breast milk? Human breast. milk? I don't think you can buy that over the counter. I don't know. You uh, can't. But in terms of the dictionary definition, it's milk. Yeah, because it's come from a mammal. Ah, oh, that's the key. All right, it needs a teat. It, yeah, generally. Yeah, that's what that's where it is. Didn't Whereas almonds, I'm pretty sure almonds, almonds don't no, have teeth. No, no, they're not. They're not a uh, an active. Uh, they don't have organs and of any uh, no, type. No, no, they're, they're definitely basically not. Just a, uh, I don't know what our coconut milk is. Uh, that comes from coconuts, I assume. It's not really a milk, though, is it? Nah. I think they just call it because it's out of a coconut's whitish. Mm. But it is coconut juice. Yeah. Well, they have coconut or water. Water. Is that the same thing, or is that uh, uh, a kind of processed no, type deal? No, coconut milk is much cloudier. We have coconut cream, which we made our oh. curry with on uh, oh, yeah. Saturday night. We made, it, cause we made a roast chicken and a chicken curry Saturday night. Oh, nice. Yeah. Notice my invite was lost in the mail then, Saturday night, friend Rob's no, house no, for no, dinner. No, no, no. no you, you, curry. The, the invite for you went exactly where it was intended, <laughs> which was that it was never sent. How nice is that? Yeah. How nice is that? Unbelievable. Do, you don't want to come over to our place on a Saturday night. <laughs> well, you, you sure you don't see enough of me already? Yeah, that's quite true, actually. So, anyway, uh, Vegan News Weekly. Have yeah. you got a story? What was that? No, oh, the no, burgers. that was the story. That was it. That was the gist of the story. I didn't, oh. I didn't read a conclusion about what so they're, actually they're going to happen. So, they're anti-calling things burgers because a burger because is... Because they didn't want any meat association with their vegan Oh, so the vegans are rejecting, the vegans. not the meat industry saying yeah. you can't call those vegan burgers burgers. Oh, I didn't think of that. I didn't actually read the whole article. I read the start of it. I Maybe that was it. It's like meeting a vegan, isn't mm. it? This isn't you very... just get three lines in. You're, oh, I'm yeah, done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did read about uh, Novak Djokovic's wife. 
opened a vegan restaurant in uh, Monaco. Apparently, they're on. That might be on the rocks. She didn't make the last tournament. Oh, didn't she? Didn't turn up. Well, um, she opened this vegan restaurant at the start of 2016, I believe. Might have been late 2016. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In Monaco, it's already closed. They're done and dusted. Done and dusted. Apparently, well, the food I, I was quite good. Yeah, it'd be hard though Oak, to, to uh, maintain all these fresh veggies all the time. And it, they yeah, probably, they probably I didn't have think to of that. Didn't think of that. Construct the various things on a daily basis. You know, they don't count, there's nothing's ready to go. Yeah. You buy a steak, well, there's a steak. You True. just cook it. Yeah, you do. Do you know what the percentages of, the, of a population that is vegan? No, Rob. It can't be higher than... One? F- probably one or two percent. What, vegan? One yeah. percent, I reckon. Vegetarian would be at least ten. About ten percent, you reckon? Ten percent vegetarian? Yeah, one in ten, I reckon, these days. Yeah, probably right. Vegan or Gay vegetarian. vegetarians? Gay vegetarians. 5%. 10, 10% of each, isn't it? I don't know. That's a guess. Um, so, anyway, it's a larger market than transgenders, for example. Oh, massively. Mm. Hey, the new, you're a James Bond fan. I am. The new 007, it's going to be a woman. I have heard What this. are they going to call it? Jane. It is going to be Jane I, I Bond? Don't, I've got no idea. It's been, I mean, they've touted it for quite a while, have in they? all honesty. Right. But it's pointless. Right. It's PC got mad, Rob. Well, there's that many... Uh, female spy characters anyway. James Bond, but, but James 007, Bond is, yeah. is a legacy, right? Yeah, that's Why, that's, that's why sort of right. mess about with changing this legacy? You know what to expect from James Bond nowadays. Yeah. Why change the bloody uh, structure of the whole thing? It's also it's not as if they don't have other series and franchises with strong female protagonists doing action type of roles yeah. left right and center Lara right. Croft and all yeah. there's an underworld with that Kate Beckin, Beckinsale series loads I, of it I just it's just but to me what's she gonna do it's Jane Bond or whatever they're gonna call yeah. it it could be a massive hoax be like yeah. Paddy Power what's she gonna go around seducing men well, I, don't, I don't know I don't know it's, what's going it's not on that there, much it? of a struggle I wouldn't suggest for uh, women to do that that's it I'm done <laughs> Rob with it I'm done well, I'm, I, done. I'm I done actually, with it. To be honest, I don't think it's progressive enough. I think it should have been a transgender. They went on and on and on about Idris Elba. Who's it? I don't know who that is. Idris Elba is an English black actor. It's okay. Quite, like, you know, he's been in lots of stuff, I believe. I can't tell you any films he's been in, I'll be honest oh, with you. Oh, no, I think I know the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, always, they've talked about him for years yeah, yeah, being yeah. the next James Bond, you know, and it's not happened. Now he's been overlooked for a woman. A woman, yeah. Well, there we go. So it's not enough to be black anymore. You've got to be a woman. And they have to change the name. And they have to change make, the name. Make a new character. Well, you know the issue with they're, James they're Bond. They're using the 007 that the studio is so they can make money because it's still yeah. 007, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Well, you know the problem was over the last couple of films that they've mm. done is because they ran out of books. They ran out of books. Yeah, yeah. Ian Fleming. Right, he wrote twenty-two books, right. James Bond books. Yeah, what's so, the last one? That's a great question. I'm not. I None should of that know. Skyfall stuff. I think Skyfall might have been the first one because obviously they remade Casino Royale, and I think that was probably the last one okay. of the books. Okay, because uh, it wasn't really made properly in the first one. Morecambe and Wise, which are yeah. a British comedy duo from the '60s, did mm-hmm. a piss take of it. Mm-hmm. So right. what the Broccoli family did, they commissioned a writer to start writing new stories. Ah, so that's okay. why the films are only two, three years apart, because they actually, now, they're not going off the books. They're not going off the books. So uh, instead of doing remakes all the time, they commissioned someone to bang, 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 bang. Right. So that's why there's no the, the legacy's kind of tailed off, because there isn't any historical stuff that they can use anymore. And here's a guy that tries to tell me he knows nothing about films. No, they're about books, Rob. Still I, know, I know nothing James about Bond. books either. I've you like just read. know about James Bond, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I just know about that. I mean, I'm vaguely interested. Oh, by the by the way, as well, the new intro today. What new intro? The new intro. I don't, uh, our, our new intro? Yeah, listen. Well, who was on it? 
Hi, I'm Lauren Burns, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. Lauren Burns? Yep. She was the first Australian gold medalist of the 2000 Sydney Olympics. At 2000? Yeah, taekwondo in Sydney. What a champion. Obviously. I was not, I confess, I did not know. There you go, Lauren Burns, big fan of the show, apparently. Rang me up and said, Beefy, I want to do the intro for your show. How about that? How about that? Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, tennis, back to tennis, Kyrgios. Oh, I th- there's probably the, a lot the great, more the great man the, I told you last week yeah I've turned the corner yeah I know he's, he's got me reined but uh, yeah he's won, he's won. You've, been, you've been lagging behind me for some time <laughs> that's very true uh, I'll tell you also Bernie started winning as well I saw he Is won he? yesterday really yeah he won a match well one match Okay, he's desperate to get in the top hundred. Quite a whole tournament. That's the problem because Bernie is desperate to get in the top hundred yeah. to qualify, automatically qualify for the U.S. Open, so we can bomb out in the first round and get his seventy-five thousand and go home. There's some obligations, there's actual pressure on him now. Yeah, there yeah. definitely is. So, uh, in terms of that, uh, yeah. Okay, let's talk Kyrgios. Well, I mean, he's the great champion. His it's new thing, the people's champion, Rob. His new thing <laughs> is uh, asking someone in the crowd, yeah. where he should serve his to win the match, and it, and three, three or four from four, they. He won the point. They gave him the right answer. We actually just for a joke at tennis last night. I was playing this guy who's awesome. <laughs> yeah, all right. And he asked me, uh, "Where should I serve it?" Yeah, and I pretended to say because we said we'd do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he aced, massive just ace, aced it. just smashed it. Mm. Yeah, it was a great serve, serve of the night probably. So there was a. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I saw some very brief highlights about uh, Kyrgios. It was he was point of the week as well. Yeah, where he, he did a massive rally, then he dived, and then he did uh, between the legs as well. No, no, he dived and flicked it over the net, and um, he then made a comment. He goes, "Oh, who's talking about my fitness now, or, or my court <laughs> speed now, or something?" He made that comment. I thought, oh, "Here we go." Uh, he's thrown in a couple of underarm serves. Yep. But now everyone's catching on. The rest of the ATP tour have yep. decided that uh, no, it's fair game now. But still, if you just don't do it for long enough. I mean, I mean, you reckon other players might start doing it? No, they are. They're, really? Yeah, they are. They, they're already doing it. So all of a sudden, something that was yeah. this mass controversy, he's not trying, he's lazy, he's stupid, all of a yeah. sudden it's a brilliant ploy. It's a tactic. Yeah. He's um, a pioneer. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens when you come across a genius, someone's doing stuff that everyone everyone goes batshit crazy because yeah. he's breaking through walls. He's yes. breaking down barriers, boundaries that were all there. People, and, and if you're the first one through the wall, you know people don't know what the hell's going on. You've broken the framework. The whole the whole infrastructure that's in the walls is just collapsed. So the people go into panic mode. And now everyone's like, oh, he's actually the genius is here. His name's Nick Kyrgios. Let's all get on board. That's what's going on. I think Wimbledon's made him. I think Wimbledon's made him where he's decided just going to have so much fun. I'm going to say what I think, well, not that he ever didn't previously. I reckon there'll be a load of players on tour Mm. are just going to sack their coaches. (laughs) Well, the coaches will be freaking out. Yeah. Certainly. They're just going to, why do I need a coach? Why am I paying a coach 40% of my Mm -hmm. prize money? Mm Mm-hmm. Nick Kyrgios is doing this without a coach, yeah. and he gets to keep all his prize money. Well, that's the thing is that that film Moneyball, right? At the end of it, the Boston Red Sox manager meets with Brandon just, Bean. Uh, no, Billy Bean. Billy Bean. Brandon Bean's brother yeah. does. I think he's involved with the NFL in some coach capacity. Right. And 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 he says to him that the reason everyone's gone at the time went crazy because no, everyone had written them off. Yeah. And they get the record for most consecutive wins. 21, 22, whatever it was. 20. 20 or 21 was 21, the I think, yeah. was the record. They got 22, yeah. And he just talks about how the whole 
baseball is, is just going crazy trying to bag it and say it doesn't work and everything when in fact they know that it, he's he's just broken down all the boundaries yeah, yeah. That, that people thought were what conducted a, what made him a good team sort of thing and he and he said something like that the first one through the wall yeah ah. yeah oh, dr so robert I, I must have subconsciously just picked it up no doubt <laughs> um so, racing. No, Bernie Tomic has started winning as well, which is quite interesting. He's desperate to get in the top 100, see? So Bernie is playing every tournament at what, the minute. What are the benefits of him of being in the top 100? Okay, he gets automatic entry yep. into the US Open that's coming up next what month. Is all majors? Well, if you're in the top 100, you basically get automatic entry. You don't yeah. have to qualify. Okay. So, as we well know, if you lose in the first round of a major, yeah. you get $85,000. Is it actually that much? Yeah. That's insane. Well, this is the thing. So he is desperately now trying to get in the top 100. And I think he might be 99. I think he's just snuck in because he's had a couple of wins. Uh, So it's guaranteed. So he doesn't have to go through the pre-qualifying of trying to get into the US Open. Right. So uh, Bernie's starting to try. So when he got all his Wimbledon prize money stripped... That's 85000 Oh, man. Out of pocket for that Bernie. That must have struggling. hurt him a little bit. I think it did. He's and got, not only that, he got absolutely slagged off yeah. by the, IT, uh, the ITF guy yeah. that said he's, he's now on probation as well. Basically, That's if right. he if he's good for two years, if he yeah. tries, if he actually puts <laughs> in for two years, nonstop, eight grand slams, they're going to give him 25% of his prize money back, yeah. so about 20 grand. So initially he thought he could just turn up, that was okay. Now yeah. he has to turn up and try. And try, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so if you're not feeling well, Bernie, sorry, mate, but you're actually going to have to put in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, it's, it's sort of like just having discipline a four-year-old. The problem is with Bernie, is, and we've talked about Bernie time and time again, is he's got form. I mean, Acapulco, he lost in 26 minutes. <laughs> The fastest ever loss in the history of tennis. So when you go to a tournament and you lose 6-2, 6-1, 6-4, and it's over in 58 minutes, you haven't really... Well, you kind of put in, he went 6-4 against uh, Zonga Mm. at Wimbledon, and but they just said, look, you've done it before. Mm. You weren't going to win. You just did what you had to do. Mm. You got 85 grand. You know, sorry, mate. There's lots of people betting out there. We've lost a plunge Mm. on (laughs) 3-0, three sets to love, Zonga... (laughs) You can't do it anymore. Yeah. And I think that's probably giving him a wake-up call because... Well, he certainly can't go back to the jungle. (laughs) Well, five grand a night. I'm just not convinced he's actually raking the cash in. Who's sponsoring him? We were talking about reckoning he's worth 14 mil or something. Uh, 10 mil, he says. Okay. He's only won four, four and a half million but in prize money. He's got to think about that once tennis is finished, he's going to have to do something for himself, but yeah. no one's going to want to no. deal with him. He's not media savvy. Level. No one likes him at all. It's true. I yeah. mean, you know, friend of the show, Dan Tottle, as we know. At least Nick, Nick Kyrgios has got some sort of charm. He's got charisma. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Bernie has none. <laughs> Bernie struggles to speak. Yeah. I mean, that's his problem. Mm. I mean, he's going to have cash, but oh, just no mates, mm. I, apart from his dad. But he had a reasonable interview with Carrie Pigmore, too. Oh, did he? Yeah. Reasonable? Reasonable. Right at the peak of she's his... Not really the... Straight after he left the jungle. Oh, <laughs> she's not really the hard-hitting journalist you, you want. It's like the Oprah factor on Lance Armstrong. Right. Hand-picked. You reckon? Oh, God, yeah. Not, nothing against Carrie. I think she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Probably. I don't know. Never met her. I've never watched the show. Don't really care. I right. see her on the ads. It's all right. 
Um, um, hey, uh, uh, yeah, what it's, do you got? It's, it's horse racing time. Is it? It's getting closer and closer, and I'm so there's so um, many champions out mm, there. I did see. I don't know if it's a, it's the TAB. Anyway, they've invented this new game to bet on races, right? right? Heads or tails. It's it's in the traditional heads or tails. It's in odds or even. Sorry, it's in the traditional form of two up. Yep. So two up is three eight comes, isn't it? You toss two coins in the air, two heads, two tails, one head, one tail. Right. Okay. You can bet on each race nowadays. Four odds and evens, or one of each. Okay, okay. it's a new bet that they formed for every race. Now, with this money, they're going to generate out of this new two-up odds and evens format. So you just be on the numbers. That's it. Yeah. So if number one and number yeah, yeah. two comes in, it's one yeah, of each. One of each. If it's one and three, okay, you get odds. If it's two yep, and four, yep, anyway, yep. it's pretty simple. Yep. With the money they expect to earn mm. from these new bets, there's going to be a million-dollar harness race, a million-dollar dog race. Mm. And I believe there's going to be a $5 million horse race. Okay. Just through that bet That's alone. unbelievable. I could I could be lying about the horse race, but I think I did hear that. But million, yeah, a million dollars. Another million dollar greyhound race. Another million dollar dog race. And a million dollar harness race, which is, I think that is going to be the harness. highest. Who's going to watch that harness race? Well, I don't know how much the Dominion, Inter-Dominion is worth nowadays. Yeah. I'm not a big harness racing fan. In fact... How's that rock and roll tune going these days? <laughs> what, a, what a legend. <laughs> so yeah, that's what they're doing with this new bet. So I thought you'd be all over that, but I did... Uh, well, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't really use TAB. Ah, the okay. others all follow suit, though. Yeah, it was a new thing I read. Anyway, while while we're here, Beef, I don't know if it's the time, I have found a wee little top ten. Oh, oh gee, you could have warned me. I haven't I got the sting ready, I have found a wee Rob. little top ten, which uh, is, is well in theme with what we're just discussing. Ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's top ten. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> Managed to drag that out just in time, Rob. Found here, top 10 cool facts about greyhounds. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like it. All right. All right, here we go then. Starting from number 10. Top 10 cool facts. Several colleges have adopted the greyhound as a mascot. Okay. With a calm demeanor as well as elegance and grace, this breed is the mascot behind many colleges all across the U.S., including the University of Indianapolis. Really? In Indianapolis, Indi- Indiana, uh, Lo- Loyola University, Maryland and uh, Baltimore. You, you know this? No. Why? But this, is, we, this rings a bell hold for some on. reason. University of Illinois, Lo- Indiana. Loyola. Lo- Indiana, Loyola. 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 Right. Cast your mind back. Maryland, Baltimore. Why does this ring a bell? We went to Arizona, the volleyball. That was State University. That was Grand Canyon University. Grand Who Canyon. were they playing? Loyola oh, University. Is that what it was. I knew it was familiar. We did. Yeah, we went How to um, we went to a, a volleyball game in Arizona. So was that the dog I had a photo with? He wasn't a dog. He was an antelope. Wasn't an antelope. I couldn't <laughs> because we were at Grand Canyon University. Yeah, yeah, we weren't. They, they, were, they were visiting. The they didn't bring the mascot. Loyola were away. The mascot didn't come. But on yeah, the we've trip. seen we've seen the greyhounds, Rob, in action. I would never have picked that. No, Maryland and Yankton College in uh, Yankton, South Dakota. South Dakota. Why are they got not much going on there? No, there's not more. Greyhound College mascots include the Moravian College in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Assumption College in Worcester, Massachusetts, and Eastern New Mexico University in Portales, New Mexico. Okay. Number nine, a greyhound was known as one of England's greatest athletes. A racing legend known as... Bally Regan Bob? 
No. Oh, no. Mick the Miller. Oh, Mick the Miller. That's the other one. That's the yeah. other one. It was born in 1926. This notable greyhound had a prestigious three-year career that included a winning strike streak of 19 races in a row. That's pretty good. That's up. That's like Fernando Bale. Mm. Uh, in his heyday, uh, his was a household name that yeah, it was. was as revered as any other athlete in England. Mick the Miller. I remember that. I'll check out some of his. Yeah, Belly Rig and Bob. Look up that one as well. They, but they always had the bunny on the outside, didn't they? Not always. No? Most do, though. Okay. Number eight, President Hayes owned a greyhound. President Hayes? President That's not Hayes. one you uh, hear about? No, it's certainly not. Is he Oh, 1876. There were, oh, he would have why. been one of the first or <laughs> A greyhound named Grimm lived in the White House <laughs> with the uh, the president when he took office in 1876. This presidential pet, known as a crooner, is famous for being the first dog adopted by President Hayes when oh, he was okay. in office. Nice. Uh, when Grimm was two years old. The president uh, once wrote, he is good-natured and neat in his habits and took all our hearts at once. But sadly, his beloved dog was hit and killed by a train soon after his master left office. Bummer. What's he doing on the train tracks? I don't know. Sounds a bit grim. (laughs) Gotcha. Even I can do them sometimes. Number seven, (laughs) greyhounds. It's not even a pun, it's the same name. (laughs) Greyhounds are a little awkward when sitting. Greyhounds can sit, but their muscle structure makes it difficult for them to appear Aww. comfortable. It's possible to train your greyhound to sit properly, especially if he's trained early, but it's an endeavour that reportedly he may balk at. Most sitting. greyhounds, yeah, wow. most greyhounds would rather lie down or stand than sit. How about that? Yep. Number six, they're one of the dogs mentioned in the Bible. How really? About this? So it's fake. Jesus dogs. Reference, uh, references in the Bible, especially the Old Testament when the crazy stuff was happening, offer clues to how old things are. Such is the case uh, with the Greyhound reference in Proverbs 30, 29, 31, depending on the scripture version, which sometimes substitutes a strutting rooster. Oh. In the King James Version, the text reads, There be three things which go well, yea, for a coming, <laughs> for a comely and going. <laughs> Does it make sense? A lion which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away for any, a greyhound, and the goat also, and a king against whom there is no rising up. Right. How about that? Yes, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I really I switched off when you said Proverbs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go. Actually, um, you may be getting to this, but weren't greyhounds originally, they always thought they were an Egyptian dog? Oh, okay. Number five. Greyhounds often accompany uh, the goddess Diana, in mythological art. Okay, yeah, yeah. Diana, the goddess of wildlife in Roman mythology, is often associated with the hunt, an ancient noble pastime, as well as with wildlife. You'll often see her pictured with a greyhound, ostensibly her protection as well as companionship. Mm. Isn't that nice? In the middle, number four, in the Middle Ages, only nobles were allowed to own greyhounds. Right. What yeah. a high quality yep. machines they are. History has it the Greyhounds came close to extinction in the Middle Ages. The clergy of the period is said to have been instrumental in their preservation. Mentioned in England's Canute Laws, uh, circa 1014, only nobles were allowed to own Greyhounds, and if anyone was responsible for its death, they could be executed. Did you know that they have the best, um, also just, I don't think this is any of they have the best eyesight of all the dogs. Really? Mm. I did not know that. Yeah. I just learned that. I was playing trivia before I came here you'd on think, my phone. You'd think it'd be Labradors. Because mm, they're seeing, they're eye, seeing dogs. eye dogs. Because they're seeing eye dogs, yep. But I think they can spot that bunny a mile away. True. 
They go for it. Number three, the Greyhound's nickname is 40 mile per hour couch potato. Yeah, true. Yes, Greyhounds run incredibly fast, but when they're not running, they like to lounge as much as the next guy. Rather than being the uh, the canine that will spring into action at every opportunity, this pup would rather rest and relax quietly. That yep. I, I knew that one. Yeah, yeah. Two Greyhounds are the fastest dogs in the world. Like, I didn't know that already. From the earliest accounts, Greyhounds made... What, what else was it going to be? ...made a name for themselves by their speed. Clocked against other breeds, this canine will nearly always be the victor because they can run as fast as 45 miles per hour, which is like 66. 70 kilometers, I think. In fact, they're built for speed, having long legs, smooth coat, a slender, streamlined, and formula. And yeah, yeah, no kidding. No kidding, number two. They could have done better than that for number two. <laughs> and number one, Beefy, is what you alluded to before. Greyhounds are an ancient Egyptian breed. Wow. There aren't many dogs whose breed can be traced back to 3000 BC, but the Greyhound can be. Stone relief script- sculptures, statues, and paintings often depicted the slender canines with exaggeratedly pointed faces and ears. Greyhounds were closely linked with the jackal god Anubis. Oh, yeah. Uh, when domesticated, they were often buried with solemn pageantry and was said to pass into an afterlife known as the Field of Reeds and thereby live forever. Mm. See, greyhounds are awesome. Apparently so. 3,000 BC, that's way back. I think the whole evolution of dogs starts about 50,000 years back. Okay. Yeah, whereas horses is like 50 million oh, years. of course. Yeah. yeah. I think T-Rex is feasted on uh, horses. I'm not sure they coexisted, <laughs> Beefy. I think you just might have just... Uh, it's good, though, isn't it? put that one, yeah, down yeah. just... Uh, it, 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 it popped in there, just say yeah. it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, better out than in. Unless there you're actually have, trying to inform there like, must have been and, other, and educate. There must have been other life forms apart from dinosaurs at that time. Yes. There you go. That's what I'm saying. But no, pretty much everything was a dinosaur from that area. Yeah. Era, era. I haven't looked into it in great depth I'll be honest if you read the, the, Jura- Bible, the Jurassic period if you read the Bible, read the Bible they're, they're not even in all there. the answers are there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, new stories Rob talking mm. of um, things and retirements and things like that one of the three pinnacles of Helensville Sport retired today and I'm not talking about me mm. old Sally Pearson oh I did I did read that yeah somewhere. she gave up yeah. apparently she said she, she said gave s- up she's retired that, yeah that's a bit of work well she has given it. up yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her body couldn't take it anymore she yeah. had seven injuries in this year alone. That's a lot of injuries. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, body couldn't take it. Obviously, yeah. with only a year out from the Olympics, it's a big yeah. call to uh, finish up now. But she got a gold medal, didn't she? She did, London. Yeah, yeah. 2012. Yeah. Uh, well, you've been to um, mm. uh, Mr. and Mrs. Beef's house. Do you not think it's, it's something of an insult to, to Sally Pearson and who's the other one? Sam Stoza. Sam Stoza. Won the US Open. So those women that you put yourself on a level with them as uh, for Helensville. The what, three what, pinnacles what of Helensville. Is it lawn bowls or cricket or something you were trying to claim? I, I was club champion of Helensville three years on the trot, Rob. At lawn bowls? Cricket. At cricket. I actually used to what play mean, cricket. I know I know that, but <laughs> yeah. still. Yeah, Helensville. Me me, and Sally and you Sam were in the paper all she, the time Sam at Helensville. Won a, she won a Grand Slam? Yeah, US Open she won. She's won the US, so she's won the US Open. Yeah. And Sally Pearson has a gold uh, Olympic medal, gold medal. An Olympic yep. gold medal, probably in, numerous. And you're Commonwealth trying to make games. a comparison. And I was Gwent. Of you playing cricket at the Helensville Cricket Club. Yeah, I was Gwent under 11's backstroke champion as well. Don't remember that. Anyway, so Sally Pearson none, retired. Neither of those things are worth remembering. Oh, Why do you think you have to keep reminding me? To tell you how to retired today, Dale Stain 
Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. The, no that, one whose see, body a, couldn't take it I'm anymore. I'm quite sad about that. Particularly they didn't get to fit, play the finish the World Cup. He just kept popping his shoulders out. Yeah. Once, once that real bad one happened against Australia, I think. Yeah. Just from bowling. Just from bowling. It's a, it's tough on your body, fast bowling. I'm suffering now. Good. After 15 years of fast yeah. bowling. Just back to you Not again. quite in, just back to you not again, quite in eh? Dale Stane's pace. Gonna, just going to do another quick just throw back to myself. Just throw back while we, to While me. we talk about these international champion athletes. Yeah, yeah. There, was, uh, there was a bit of a cricket match on uh, uh, yeah. in... England. Well, somehow we've managed to not talk about it. Our, well, our neither fights. neither either of our teams are playing Rob. Well, so I, I stayed up watching all night. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Mm. Uh, in terms I, of that, it was a fantastic test match. Probably was. <laughs> I did see that uh, Moeen Ali. There was uh, an all rounder allegedly. Yeah, uh, Steve Clark. Who I don't know who Steve Clark Steve is. Steve Smith. Steve Smith. I was yeah. getting Michael Clark and Steve Smith right. mixed into one. What an enormously annoying beast that would be, Steve Clark. Steve, uh, Steve Smith, Smith is harmless. Right, he is. Is he... Steve Smith has scored... Well, they stopped booing him already. Yeah, well. By the second Dave... It doesn't matter. Uh, Steve Smith scored more runs in 16 months than Moen Ali has scored in 16 months, and Steve Smith was banned for 15 months and uh, 11... 15 15 months and 11 weeks of that, or 11 days of that ban. So, uh, yeah, shows how well Moen Ali's going. I've only, I think, once ever seen Moen Ali make runs. He doesn't score runs, and he's not going to bowl the side out. So, I mean, it's horrendous. Mm. Because he had three... I shouldn't say you. The English had three spinners available, if you include Root. And Demi. He looked the most dangerous, Joe Root. I I I actually think he's an underrated bowler, but he is a second spinner. He's not a front-line spinner, so you've got to bring in a spinner. And I'm not exactly sure who they're going to bring in now. Jack Leach, I think, is the Mm. guy, possibly. Because the thing is, on the fourth day, like when Smith and um, Wade had the big partnership... Yeah. The the ball was still actually doing a bit. You could see right. it was turning a bit, and you know, it wasn't much in it for the seamers anymore. But the you know Shane Warne was watching. He was saying, you know, if I was watching this, I'd be excited by this. Yeah. You know, I, and he and he was criticising the spinners and saying he actually and he also said he, he thought Joe Root had the best approach. He's bowling a bit quicker. Ali was giving it too much flight and just couldn't get his lines right. Couldn't get he just couldn't get anything right. And of course Nathan Lyon came out and bowled very wow. well, and it was doing even a bit more the next day. And of course that they also showed a crucial stat of. At Edgbaston, highest average runs per batsman is on the fourth day. Okay. It's an average of 40-odd. Right. And then the lowest is on the fifth day. Fifth day. Average of 20. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, history is repeated there it quite, just shows, quite clearly. It shows as well about if your number one bowler goes down after half an hour. Oh, massive. It's a big, yeah. big loss. Big hole to fill. Mm. Because then what they had broad and also... Well, this is the other thing as well. Why did Wokes... Not that I care. Broad, Wokes and... But um, Wokes only bowled seven overs in the second innings. Or was that on the fourth day? Or some, It was some ridiculous stat that they did not use Wokes. Well, I and I don't the... think he's injured. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So they were actually operating with Broad and Stokes. Yeah. And Ali... Well, Stokes took a few wickets, I think. Ali, Denley, and Root. So Wokes hardly bowled in 90 overs. It didn't make any sense. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because he bowled very well the first I, I genuinely think Australia will win 4-0, 4-1 now. Do you? I don't think England will recover mm. from this. I really don't, because they should have won at Edgebaston. Well, well when you, when Jimmy you, Anderson's not good. Although uh, Archer will come in. 
Ali a go. They'll bring yeah, in well, Leach. Yeah, well, that could do something. Who actually scored runs against Ireland as a night watchman. Got 93, I believe. Yeah. But not that matters. It's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Uh, and England are notoriously bad at Lords anyway. Yeah. Notoriously they talked, they talked bad. They talked about um, Jason Roy at length this oh, morning. Right. Apparently, apparently we're charging off down the pitch. This is no joke, and yeah. I'm, I'm not pulling your leg here. I saw last night two overs of the te- of the test. Yeah. One of which I actually turned off. I saw Jason Roy come down to Nathan Lyon mm. and have the, it was hit him a, for four, and then the next ball he came down or something. <sighs> they changed the field. No, this is no joke. This is an opening test match opening bet. He missed the ball by foot, <laughs> three meters down the pitch. He charged Nathan Lyon and had the worst slog. This is a twenty twenty slog shot. Right. Yeah. Missed the ball by a foot. Yeah. And if he didn't get bowled, he was going to get stumped because yeah. he was that far out of his ground. Yeah. But he, the, it was the way and the distance of he missed the ball. Like, <laughs> it was horrendous. It was it was quite possibly, I, I'm going out on a limb here, mm. I think it was the worst shot I've ever seen in <laughs> Test cricket. <laughs> You're taking into account the situation. the, the As well. And, and all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. This is a guy that's meant to bat the rest of the day to save the Test match. Mm. And he charges yeah. Nathan Lyon, misses the ball by a foot, and gets bowled. If he didn't get bowled, he would have been stumped. Mm-hmm. He missed the ball that badly. Well, I'll tell you another stat on Jason Roy that I heard on, today. Then. The longest he's batted <laughs> yeah. in any form of cricket uh, at any a, level. Is in a 2020. <laughs> at, at, at any level, the longest he's batted is three and a half hours. Really? Ever. That's amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing stat, Rob. Yeah, pretty crazy. Jeez, yeah. You've done your research this so week. So he, he has to go flying out. and he, Obviously, his plan was to try and smash a real fast 100, and they were going to go for the runs. They were going to go for the runs, obviously. Well, you'd like to think so. But then but apparently, already... apparently once that happened, the rest of them just went, oh, oh, yeah. no, shut up shop. I, they were already two, perhaps even three, no, two down then. Mate. I, I, genuinely, I saw those two overs, I thought that's... <laughs> I saw the ball was turning as well, and I yeah. know England. They got all those left-handers, so mm. it just wasn't going to happen. Wasn't going to happen. You couldn't just watch out of interest as a neutral? Oh, uh, no. Uh, no. You you operate in two modes. I figured this. I've yeah, yeah. I mean, I known this for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You genuinely have that thing of, I support my own team and anyone against Australia. Yeah. You, you, oh, are, yeah, you yeah. are exactly that. You can't, yeah. you can't support Australia on any level, can you? No. I, I, I wouldn't say I couldn't support them, but I can still watch it. Because I didn't feel they were significant, um, you know, they, they were not, I thought it was a pretty level playing field before the game started. You know, they, Oh, it was, probably. Yeah, in fact, I think England were favourites. They were favourites, yeah. yeah. In fact, I mean, after the first session, they were heavily favourites. I think mm. I think I saw they were fifteen. Well, the, to win the test. Australia were 128 for 8, and oh, then they got well, they were 284. 80, they were 80 for 7, don't forget, as well, or mm. whatever it was. So, yeah, it was... Amazing, Ridiculous. amazing comeback. But I, I can just watch that. I quite enjoy watching that last night. Well. No. 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 You just want them to lose, don't you? I'd like them to lose. I'd like England to disown Wales. This would be great. <laughs> There'll be a win for everyone then. I would enjoy that. Really would. Uh, cycling news, Rob. Yep. I've got actually two bits of cycling news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Turns, who's Belgian, uh, he's forced to miss his next race after he was involved in a tractor accident whilst gardening after the Tour de France. Oh. This is a cyclist, says the Bahrain Merida Pro needed 15 stitches in his forehead, in his forehead, Rob, after the incident at his home in Holland, Belgium. Uh, Turns, who won uh, stage six of the Tour on La Planche de Belleville, he banged his face on the steering wheel of the tractor when it stopped suddenly. 
Jeez. Yeah. For, for a 15-stitch... 15, 15, he banged his head on a steering wheel. Dylan Tunes was involved in a minor home accident today. The unfortunate event happened to the Team Parade Merida rider while gardening with his garden tractor this morning at his house. Dylan suffered a facial wound that required 15 stitches in his forehead. Due to this and his bashed-up face... Unfortunately, he will miss the upcoming Classica San Sebastian. What's 15 stitches? About two inches? Uh, well, it depends, doesn't it? I mean, if it's quite small, if it's two inches now, they glue it. Right. I mean, they don't even stitch you up. So it must have been, I reckon, probably five inches, four to five That's inches. unbelievable. For, you have to hit it incredibly hard. And also a steering wheel's blunt. Yeah. It's not sharp. Like, so On it's his forehead like as well. So uh, it says... Uh, turns... I, I suspect some foul play here. Something, something else is going on here. It says, I was that. working on earthworks at my home with my tractor with a machine behind it. Machine suddenly stopped working due to a technical defect, which also brought the tractor to a halt. Because of that sudden stop, I hit my head on the wheel. So, yeah, it's pretty substantial. Well, moral of the story is don't headbutt tractors. Tractors will always, always win. win. Other Tour de France news, weirdly enough, it was I picked this out a while ago and I forgot to tell people about it. Two men drive around the roads of the Tour de France in front of the Peloton, painting over penises in, in convoy. In convoy, no, well, well ahead in the morning, uh, painting over penises which have been painted on the roads. It's quite a common gag, is it? Oh, apparently so. So then, so prominent with which they have to employ two, two full-time two full-time men lads to go going and painting over them. Yeah, the pair of high-vis clad workers. Gag. They have a van, a giant tub of white paint, a roller, and a route map of the three-week event. Uh, they try to prevent TV cameras picking up on the wrong kind of French cock rather than the one adorns of the cock sportif logos of the yellow jersey it's sort of like a drive-by paint and roller system is it? <laughs> i think so i yeah. think they actually get out and do it there's, so, there's no investigation as to who the they uh, don't care they just want to get rid of them get rid of it yeah remarkably fun at graffiti can be quite easily turned into an owl mm. a butterfly or even a bike with a bit of artistic license yeah and that's the job of these two men who clean up the roadsides as uh much of the road paint is reserved for writing la pino la ala philippe mm. You know, they do have a tendency to write lots of names, like mm. Geraint Thomas has been quite uh, regularly plastered all over the roads. But right. uh, see, There's what happens? Also, need for knob patrol. What happens to the Tour de France is because they close the roads, mm. people go up the mountains the day before, before they close the roads, so they camp out oh, overnight, yeah, yeah. get on get the lash, on the and, and then in the morning, what are we going to do? Yeah. I'm going to paint a giant knob yeah, on yeah, the road yeah. because I'm bored. <laughs> So these blokes drive around a couple of hours before, and actually they uh, yeah. they just paint over them. A classic never dies, Beefy. A classic a never dies, world. yeah. Image yeah. Conscience, conscience, conscious Tour de France organisers are worried about the wrong kind of helmets can affect the race commercials value with sponsors. <laughs> uh, the race's 10 official sponsors and various suppliers are all happy to slap their corporate logos on the race's various ve- vehicles, which all generate cash for the slickly run operation. It's a schlong road home. Apparently, I don't know why they've put that headline in it. It's in bold. Uh, an average of seven hundred eighty-five thousand people watch each stage of the tour on the roads. That's mm. every day. Seven hundred eighty on average. Yeah. Seven hundred eighty-five thousand people are watching yeah. it live. There's it's a amazing. wide audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's well, if you uh, want to incredible. Get, if you are uh, someone who's a fan of street art, yes. then that's a great place to get these, to get your stuff out there. It's not a Banksy. It's a... Wh- no, I'm no, not even going to go there. Uh, what about this guy? There's a male... Uh, there's a basketballer, Donnell Cooper, or DJ Cooper or something. Mm. He's playing... Where's he playing? He's in playing in France. He's just been banned for failing a drugs test. So, Rob, what do you reckon happened? Um, 
how he had the drugs in his system. No, no, what do you think happened about As testing? a consequence? No, but the testing process, what do you think has happened? Well, well, normally they have to do the, the whole hold the, up, the shirt and everything. Yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, apparently he's tested positive for pregnancy. Oh! Yeah, American basketball has been banned for two years after a drug test showed he was actually pregnant. After missing out on selection of the 2013 NBA draft, Danel Cooper played professionally in Greece and France, where he's recently started for AS Monaco. Oh, so he swapped the urine. Yeah, his girlfriend. Oh. Since being revealed that a failed drug test during a bid to become a naturalized player for the Bosnian national team was the cause for his departure. Officials found that the sample he provided contained human chorionic gonadrophin, or HCG, a hormone produced during pregnancy. A recently released report proved that the urine actually belonged to his partner, who was likely unaware she was pregnant. <laughs> Cooper returned in a urine and attempted to deceive officials. As a result, FIBA, the governing body of basketball, has now suspended Cooper for fraud, mm. and he's not eligible to return to the game for two years. Cooper What's was a staff at Ohio University. That's an exceptional series of dramatic events and, so he was and deceptions. He was obviously on something. I mean, he may not have even been on performance-enhancing drugs. He's probably on the cocaine or the speed or whatever, mm. but he decided, I'll get away with this. Imagine, and, but imagine the freak-out. <laughs> yeah. One, you've been done. Yeah. Two, you've been caught trying to get out of it. And then three, you realise your wife's pregnant or your girlfriend or whatever. May have just been some chick. May have been. May have not been a long-termer. All of a sudden in the process, yeah. like, talk about things, mind you, talk about things coming in threes. Mind you, if you're borrowing somebody's urine, it probably yeah. is a long-termer. It's probably not something you just met that. I don't know. If you, well, yeah, it depends how could have had a you collection, are. you know, the old clique film over the bowl. I just a, need this. He may have had a gift of the gab. May have had the gift of the uh, gab. Skills of persuasion were rampant. You never know. We don't know. I think it'd be, he'd be uh, popular. No mm. doubt. Professional mm. basketball. Yeah. Probably think he's worth millions. Who could say? So he played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear of mind because the words don't fit and the song is shit. You're a talentless kid. You suck! I, don't, I can't believe another song. Oh, ye of little faith, we Rob. We have another worst sports song in the world for those listening for the first time. And I know there's loads in Ireland. Sports mixed with music, uh, an attempt at fusion, and a disastrous result. Simple as that. How's your Jason Derulo knowledge, Rob? Jason Derulo? Yeah. He's the guy who sings... That, oh, he comes in and sings on that little mix song. Uh, <laughs> that's how <laughs> okay one I didn't think you'd know about Jason Derulo and then two you bring in a little mix reference that was kind of whoa it's a, it's a pop song I actually really do quite like is it like, okay. you know who little mix are yeah they're from they're like Manchester girls I think Liverpool I think but it could be anywhere I don't really okay. know well, they and they do this song and Jason Derulo comes on and sings a sort really? of male cameo okay sort of duet he's part. got a song called Ignition I think which is actually okay. not too bad. Right. I'm, I wouldn't know any other songs by right. Derulo. That, well, that's how I know him. He's, um, by the way, he's a global multi-platinum recording artist, according to this. Okay. Anyway, it's the FIBA Basketball World Cup coming up soon, Rob. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's in China. and um, China. The, so the FIBA people, the, the basketball gods. Why don't they sort out this Hong Kong stuff first before they worry about it? Well, I think this is pre-booked, this okay. uh, World Cup right. in China. Uh, 
China. They couldn't turn back. So, uh, no, they couldn't turn back. It was too late for that. Yeah. Anyway, um, the World Cup is between oh, August the 31st and September 15th. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Australia hosting the USA. USA announced a full team of NBA superstars, and then okay. every single one of them was pulled out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, they're going to fill Marvel Stadium with a load of college kids or journeymen. Okay. Kind of has been and never will be, Rob. Anyway, anyway, I guess the question to ask is what abomination has Jason Derulo come up with? To, well, uh, he is. Uh, appearance on the worst thing the is, I saw this song and it's called Champion. Oh, no. It's a fraud, Rob. He's defrauding he has DJ Bravo. DJ Bravo, I know. the West Indian Champion song, which is, is probably one of the greatest worst songs of all time. It's probably the Has it featured even? Is it too good to have even featured? We, we, might, we must have got think desperate we at some did point. It. I think we did it at one stage. Anyway, Derulo, they've teamed him up with um, Tia somebody, Tia Ray. Tia who, Ray. I love this bit. Also known as Yuan Yuei. Mm-hmm. who's uh, Chinese. She's got four billion streams globally with her songs. What? She is known in China for pioneering new genres of music, Rob. Her versatile voice represents a new generation of Chinese artists who can cross over from traditional to contemporary international and from Chinese pop to fusion soul. The versatility. Is that Soldier? Tia Ray. I would not have, I would not aware that people in a communist country could be, act with such free will. The queen of Chinese soul as well. That's how what she goes under. I, had, I did not was not aware that they had such a history of soul okay. that they could adopt a queen. I'm going to read two sentences that are going to make you turn over in your chair. Uh, okay. The powerhouse duo proves to be a perf- powerhouse. Yeah. This is the first problem. Proves to be a perfect match with their melodic vocals and inspiring lyrics. Derulo also sings in impressively proper Mandarin for parts of the song. Oh, that's interesting. The collaboration represents a true convergence of East meets West. It is a celebration of champions across the world, representing unity amongst basketball players and fans alike across cultures and continents, Rob. Cultures and... And continents. Why? I was. Where was the word fusion? It had to come in there somewhere. Everything's about fusion. It's all now. about fusion, man. All right. Do you want to hear this rubbish? I can't wait. Can you imagine what Derulo wow. and Ray or UA is going to come up with? My imagination can go all sorts of places. This is but, the uh, official. This will curb my imagination very quickly. I have no doubt. All righty. Let's listen to Derulo and Ray doing Champion. Imagine if it was now DJ. Imagine Bravo. if they ruined Champion. Ah. Oh, then no, I'd turn, be angry. Turn, no, yeah it's, yeah, it's got a bouncy bit in it. Oh, my good people. Oh, oh, oh no. Let me see you. Oh, put your lights on. Oh, it's got a bit of Shakira. Yeah. Chinese Shakira. No, that's Derulo. Can't wait for the Mandarin bit. Yeah. 
Jason was right about one thing. Yeah. There can only be one champion. That's true. And that was not it. That was a very solid entry into Worst Song in the World. Solid. Absolutely terrible. If you want to know how to write a song called Champion, then there's a guy named DJ Bravo. This song is the only version of Champion. Oh, it is. This is how you do it. DJ Bravo. DJ Bravo. Champion, 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 everybody knows it, bravo, it's champion, 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 everybody know Chris Gale, it's a champion, Yeah, we love we, we love DJ that's Bravo. That's how it's done. Why? This is the happiness. I know. They try to go over this intense sort of it's like intense Bollywood type of stuff, like super serious. Have some fun, DJ Bravo. He's a West Indian. Yeah, he loves basketball. He does. Why didn't the FIBA people say? Yeah, DJ Bravo. Let's go round again. Let's go round again. Yeah. We'll bring in the. You can just bring all those names: Jordan, yep. Bird, yep. Uh, Bryant, uh, yep. Shaq. Are mm. uh, all champions? Champion the reprise. Ah, uh, basketball style. I mean, well, why do people just consult us? I know. Frankly, FIBA. Imagine how much Derulo, uh, Derulo got. Derulo, millions, millions of dollars for the that. The Chinese TRA to one way. She would have been paid twice as much because it's in China. Yeah. DJ Bravo, cross culture man. Yeah. Cross sports, cross yeah, culture. Cross culture. I mean, he just named at least 16 black people that he thinks are great. And not only that, one of which is the President of the United States, yeah. one of which is the fastest man on earth. Yes, certainly. How and, much and the, more diverse can you be? And the greatest female tennis player of all time. Yes, yeah, Serena's a champion. Gender equality. As well. Unbelievable. I, 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 got, I got nothing. I got nothing. But, FIBA. But what least, are you doing, FIBA? At least hearing this is cleansing my ears. Everybody knows it. Bravo, a champion. Champion. That's it. Oh, 
That's all we need. What a tune. What a tune. <sighs> Michael Jordan, I'm a champion. I was so angry, and now <sighs> I'm so happy. Of course we are. Yeah. To the it's nearest like coming from outside the To the nearest million. What? We've done this quiz before with uh, yeah. DJ Bravo, yeah. champion. How many listens? How many listens on YouTube? Oh, on the I'm official, go for... on the official YouTube yeah, yeah. play. Yeah. I'm going to go for uh, 64 million. 80.32 million people have watched the official champion song, DJ Bravo. That is a whopping amount of plays. <laughs> How much money? Well, now, the, the Indians got into it. That's, uh, as as um, that's but, why cricket viewing will always be huge, by so the way. So, Dwayne, DJ uh, Bravo, uh, that's 80.2 million. Mm. DJ Bravo champion, the official lyric video, yeah. is 65 million. Okay. Uh, DJ guess. Bravo's champion lyrics on screen version, yeah. uh, 2.1 million. DJ Bravo champion studio nine, 4 million views. Mm-hmm. People have just gone mad. Wow, well, I mean, let's be honest, it's India. Oh, do you know what? We huh? should look up Derulo. How many plays? Let's, let's We've just compare. doubled his plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derulo champion. Let's look this up. 33,000 views. 33,000. DJ Bravo. seen like 150 million. 150 million. Against 33,000. What's Derulo doing? What is Derulo doing? What's that in a percentage? Minimal. Well, I know it's minimal. (laughs) (laughs) No, minimal. You can do better than that. (laughs) What's what's 1% of 150 million? Uh, Well, 1.5 million. Not even 1%, Rob. So 0.1% is 150,000. Yeah. So it's not even that. So it's one third of that. It's, it's we've got to it's, say it's one third by of point one percent. It was only just released in the last week or so. So, but it doesn't matter. Still, champion went through the roof faster than that. Uh, exactly. To DJ Bravo's champion. Ah, right. oh, I'm fuming, I'm, Rob. I mean, it's, fuming. Ah, oh, well, you know, I, I don't really need to go into the analytics. I, I, don't, I just don't like things being so serious yeah. and dramatic and having a sort of a darkness to it. But they try to make it cool with a with a Bollywood beat. Uh, yeah, get out of it. Uh, I got texted while we were playing that. Who's Apparently, that? I was wrong. It's not even Derulo that did Ignition. It was your mate R. Kelly. Oh, so it? I didn't even get that right. You didn't get that I didn't right. even get that right. That's R. Kelly, that? apparently. So uh, I'm not up with the kids. Well, R. Kelly's no good either. Worse, yeah. worse than no good. But at least I knew where that was yeah. from that little mix song. Hi, this is Toddy Goldsmith, and you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. Oh, girl power, Rob. Girl power. What about this? Um, Kenny Kennard. Mm-hmm. From Cornwall, decided to change his name. Right, his name is currently Kenny Kennard. Kenny Kennard, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's fair enough. I'd, I'd be, you he, know, he, I'd uh, be he added he added a hyphenated surname. He wanted to be called wow. Kenny Fu. So on his driving license and his passport is Kenny Fu Kennard. Okay, but he's actually done this. He, so he's done this himself as on his own free will. On his own free will, Kenny, just as a gag. Just as a gag. This is in the paper. This is in the realms of McLovin. It is in the realms of McNamee. Kenny Fu Kennard, 33, decided to have a bit of fun with his name in 2016 and officially adapted a new moniker by Deedpol. But despite being granted a new driving license shortly afterwards, he has been unable to get a passport bearing his new name. The supermarket worker was told by the Home Office that his surname may cause offence, mm-hmm. and his attempts at contesting the decision have all been unsuccessful. Kenny's passport is now expired, meaning he's unable to leave the country unless he changes his name to something else. Oh, my word. He said, Arr, I got refused on grounds that my name could cause offence or was vulgar, so I complained. But they upheld their decision, so I complained again. I was then told, if I wanted to take the matter further, they say, I need to contact my MP. Kenny from Cornwall wrote to his MP, but he told him the Home Office are within their remit to refuse you. So uh, he continued, Now, I'm skint with no passport, 
like a prisoner in my own country. That reminds me of someone. On the one hand, I find the whole thing funny, as do all my friends, but I'm also finding it hard to believe that the name can be construed as anything but funny and slightly ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just a joke. So he's getting married fairly, so- f- fairly soon. Right. His mates were going to take him on a stag weekend overseas. He can't go. Okay. And the honeymoon's also cancelled because he can't leave the country. Well done. Well done, Kenny Fu. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. And he was a soldier, apparently. Okay. He was in the armed forces. So uh, he's apparently changed his name before. So there's, uh, there's like, there used to be this song by this guy named Wesley Willis, and he used to write, write really bad songs. Oh, and yeah. One of his songs was called Rock and Roll McDonald's. And it just went with the electric drum beat, ding, 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 and he just went, Rock and Roll McDonald's. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Rock and Roll McDonald's. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's ridiculous. He still have a great laugh. And then at a festival one day, I saw a guy with this massive tattoo covering almost his whole back that oh, yeah. just said, Rock and Roll McDonald's. Oh, nice. Good work. So it's like the ultimate joke on yourself. Like, Got it's you. a great sacrifice. To put that on you, it's, it's there a, to stay. It is there to stay. It inhibits, can inhibit your life. It forms an impression. It definitely does. If you're called Kenny Fu Kennard, yeah, certainly. Yeah, lesson learned, Rob. Don't change your name to. Uh, yeah. Don't change your name for the worst. Yeah, well, for fun. Well, I'm all for fun, Rob. You, as you, you pointed you, you, out, you can change it for fun. Yeah, you, just but, don't. Just don't. It's as simple as that. Just don't. Well, what was? What did we have something the other day with someone trying to change the name? Yeah, to Tottenham. Tottenham. That's, yeah. that's all right. That was a competition, though. In the end, we found out. <laughs> Mr. Burger ran a competition in Australia, Melbourne, mm. to change it. If you change your name to Mr. Burger, so if I want to be Beefy Burger, yeah. which would have been hilarious. Are you sure? I would have got free burgers for life from Mr. Burger. Oh. But the office that do changing of names in Australia mm. actually have a rule. If you're changing your name for promotion, publicity, or personal gain, yeah. they will not do it. They won't. Yeah, uh, so they got killed off. That. Amazing. Have we thanked the sponsors? We haven't thanked the sponsors. Beef, uh, Jack Link's beef jerky, the greatest beef jerky on the planet. Mm-hmm. Tastiest beef jerky. I've been hoeing into the beef jerky recently. Yeah, I'd like it's that. winter. It's bloody uh, yeah. beef jerky weather. Mm. And I'm putting weight on because obviously I've been sick, injured. Um, so I've needed someone to keep me occupied. Sure. Uh, but so Jack Link's get to any supermarket, any service station, whatever, buy Jack Link's beef jerky. It's the best beef jerky on the planet. Mercedes Australia, best sportswear on the planet. It's the best quality, lowest prices. They are so confident that you will love their gear. They will even give you sponsorship money to buy more gear. That's how good they are. Brilliant service. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to uh, a Mercedes-sponsored team, University of Queensland handball team. They went to the World Handball Championships, Rob. How did they go? They beat New York City. Well, that's pretty beat damn good. Beat New York City. How good is that? They That's... won two and lost one of their games. They finished seventh in the world. Congratulations, Congratulations to Queensland yeah, on brilliant. strides, strides forward. Uh, what do you got coming up, Rob? Anything exciting? Nah. Good? Me either. Good. Hey, what a great show it's been today. Oh, happy. Uh, it's been brilliant. DJ Bravo, you are a champion, Rob. Rob up, Briars, champion. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, be right back at you. This has been episode 124 of 365 Days of Sports. We will see you next week.